Today for our sermon period, it's going to look a little bit different. Instead of a typical teaching or message today, our learning and scripture time is going to be done through an ancient practice called Lectio Divina. And it's an experience of quiet scripture meditation. And Lectio Divina, it's an ancient spiritual practice for listening to a scripture passage with the ear of the heart. Um, it's, it's not the same as a Bible study. It's not digging in and doing inductive Bible reading, but instead it's an effortless way of reading scripture in order to enter into a place of quiet reception to the Lord. And so we let go of our own words. We let God speak to us through the passage that we read. And in this practice, um, the words will, of Scripture will hopefully come alive for you and touch your heart in a new, maybe spontaneous way that will lead you into a deeper um, relationship with the Lord. And so today we're seeking to only be informed and formed by the image of Christ, not necessarily accumulating intellectual knowledge. And doing this practice will hopefully, um, God will reveal something to you in Scripture. So what we're going to be doing is uh, we're going to put a passage on the screen. It is from John 10, verses 7 through 18. And we're going to read through this three times. Yes, three times. And the first time, we will read it all together on the screen just to get familiar with the text. Um, and the questions I want you to be thinking about as we read through it is um, what it means. Do you know any background information about this text? And are there any words that stand out to you? Maybe there's a phrase that stands out to you and has meaning to you that the Holy Spirit impresses on you. So we're going to do that, and then we will come back and read it a second time to meditate on the passage, and I will explain what we'll do when that time comes. We'll read it a third time to contemplate what it says, and then the last time there will be an interactive prayer that we do based on this passage. So let's begin by reading John 10, 7 through 18, together on the screen. Therefore, Jesus said again, Very truly I tell you, I am the gate for the sheep. All who have come before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep have not listened to them. I am the gate. Whoever enters through me will be saved. They will come in and go out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. The hired hand is not the shepherd and does not own the sheep. So when he sees the wolf coming, he abandons the sheep and runs away. Then the wolf attacks the flock and scatters it. The man runs away because he is a hired hand and cares nothing for the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep, and my sheep know me, just as the Father knows me, and I know the Father. And I lay down my life for the sheep. I have other sheep that are not of this sheep pen. I must bring them also. They, too, will listen to my voice, and there shall be one flock and one shepherd. The reason my Father loves me is that I lay down my life, only to take it up again. 
No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of my own accord. I have authority to lay it down, and authority to take it up again. This command I received from my Father. Hopefully on your way in, you saw a little note page. If you didn't get one, that's okay. But if you have a note page and you want to take a moment on that note page, there's a section that has number one, the first reading, which says read. And I'm going to pause for a moment for quiet prayer. And if you want to write any words or thoughts that come to your mind after reading this first text, you may. At this time, we're going to come back together, and this time I will read the passage for us. And today I want you to put yourself in the story and meditate on how it is speaking to you directly. How does this passage make you feel? Or is there a specific situation in your life today that God is speaking into through this passage? The words will be on the screen, or you're welcome to close your eyes and just listen um, on your own as I read. Therefore, Jesus said again, Very truly I tell you, I am the gate for the sheep. All who have come before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep have not listened to them. I am the gate. Whoever enters through me will be saved. They will come in and go out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. The hired hand is not the shepherd and does not own the sheep. So when he sees the wolf coming, he abandons the sheep and runs away. Then the wolf attacks the flock and scatters it. The man runs away because he is a hired hand and cares nothing for the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep and my sheep know me. Just as the Father knows me, and I know the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. I have other sheep that are not of this sheep pen. I must bring them also. They too will listen to me. They will listen to my voice, and there shall be one flock and one shepherd. The reason the Father loves me is that I lay down my life only to take it up again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of my own accord. I have authority to lay it down, and authority to take it up again. This command I received from my Father. I'll give you a moment to quietly pray or meditate on what this passage speaks to you. All right. I'm going to read it one more time for us. And this time, I want you to contemplate what is Christ's personal invitation for you from this scripture? Or what is God trying to teach you from this scripture? Therefore, Jesus said again, Very truly I tell you, I am the gate for the sheep. All who have come before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep have not listened to them. I am the gate. Whoever enters through me will be saved. They will come in and go out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. 
The hired hand is not the shepherd and does not own the sheep. So when he sees the wolf coming, he abandons the sheep and runs away. Then the wolf attacks the flock and scatters it. The man runs away because he is a hired hand and cares nothing for the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep and my sheep know me. Just as the Father knows me and I know the Father. And I lay down my life for the sheep. I have other sheep that are not of this sheep pen. I must bring them also. They too will listen to my voice. And there shall be one flock and one shepherd. The reason my Father loves me is that I lay down my life, only to take it up again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of my own accord. I have authority to lay it down, and authority to take it up again. This command I received from my Father. I'll give you one last moment of meditation and prayer. All right, at this time, we are going to do an interactive prayer on the screen where I will read a passage of prayer and then you will respond where it says congregation. And this is a passage, uh, this prayer is based on this passage that we have read, but it also includes Psalm 23, which is a beautiful piece of scripture that talks about how he is the good shepherd. Jesus is our good shepherd. So let, me, let us pray. Thank you, Father, that Jesus is our one true shepherd who cares deeply for us and who truly knows us. Teach us to listen to your voice and not the false voices that surround us in this world. These voices that cannot save us, give us life, and who only seek to destroy us. Thank you, Father, that Jesus willingly laid down his life for us so that we can live a full life in relationship with you and with one another. Give us understanding so that we may know you better. Thank you, Father, that you do not abandon us, that you know us intimately and desire to give us a flourishing life. Thank you that you are always with us through the power of the Holy Spirit and that when we face adversity, you are there with us, fighting for us. Thank you, Father, that Jesus is our good shepherd who laid down his life for us so that we might live with you forever. May we come to know you more and fix our eyes on you. Thank you, Father, that Jesus Christ is your one and only Son who came to earth as a perfect man and voluntarily gave his life to pay the price for our sins. Thank you, Father, that Jesus' death on the cross was not the end of the story, but through his resurrection, he brings us new life forever. Help us to share this good news with those who we encounter, so they too will see you for who you truly are, our Savior, Redeemer, Comforter, and Good Shepherd. Would you please join me in praying Psalm 23? The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, 
for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. Surely goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. We pray all of this in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. <laughs> 